Hey, Tainy fam, it's your favorite Polynesian sisters. Okay, so today's episode is on infertility. Ladies, um, I don't have a lot to say on the subject, so let's start off with Sal. Thanks, sister. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk all things infertility. So I wanted to make sure that we had some facts to give to you guys. So um, in 2022, there's 15% of couples that currently have trouble with conceiving, which is about 48.5 million couples experiencing infertility. Wow. And it increases about 5 to 10% every year since the 50s. Dang. Wow. Um, I just think that's so important to know, right? Because one, you're not alone if you're experiencing infertility. But two, um, you know, I think for me, right, because I, I like to make things personal. So infertility for me has always been, um, I've been successful at everything. And I felt like, oh, dang it. Like, this is the one thing that I'm not successful at is becoming a bio mom. And dang, that was hella quick really fast <laughs> oh no <laughs> but um but it's an honest thing you know to talk about yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. honestly a conversation that is very hard yeah. to talk about um but we it needs to be normalized yeah. it's not talked about enough yes really. right. right 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 hence why it's not really normalized <laughs> yeah so i mean like for me um joseph and i have actually never uh i want to say like never practice protective sex but never right um and so we have been married for 10 years so within those 10 years we've tried you know uh, aggressively then non-aggressively back and forth right um and so i think for infertility it's more of just like a trauma for for women experiencing it not necessarily um I know people like to say it's an experience that you go through, but it's trauma. It's It really is trauma. Much like um, depression, anxiety, those things, all of those are associated with having to go through infertility. Mm-hmm. But um, for me personally, I think the biggest thing was failure because I don't mm-hmm. like to fail um, at anything. I know that sounds so cliche because you're going to have to fail once or twice in your life, but I do everything in my power not to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um or at least to be able to pick it back up and try it again, you know? Yeah. I get that. Mm. And so um, I think for for me, it has always been um, just something that I would put at the back of my mind. And I know that people try to, or different women try to um, cope with things differently. But for me, trauma has just been, okay, it's something that I can't do. I failed. Put it at the back of my mind. Mm. Um, and I guess that's the coping me- mechanism that I've had like my entire life. Um, now, mind you, there are other options like, um, getting a surrogate, adopting, right? Yeah. All of those. Yeah. And so my husband and I, we decided to adopt. Now, it doesn't mean that we're not going to try, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but it does mean that, um, I have to be more conscientious of my body and like listen to it every single time it's saying something to me, um, because I'm older and then also... I know I'm going on a rant, but this is infertility and your girl has experienced this. All right. (laughs) Um, But also it's, um, I think like just, you know, I want it now that I'm like almost 32, 30, 22, 32. 
And I don't, I told my husband, I was like, I've never like really wanted it to where it's like, oh shoot, like I'm going to go take the shots, go do this, you know, yeah, go see an infertility mm-hmm. specialist. And I never really wanted it like that until this year. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well maybe let's see. Right. Um, and I just, for those who are experiencing it, I don't ever want them to go into a space like you failed because that's not the mentality, right? Yes. That's definitely what I reverted to, but that's not the <coughs> the case. I think that there's always a reason as to why things happen. Um, I wouldn't have met my boys, honestly, if I didn't go through infert- like infertility struggles. Um, hmm. And I love my boys, and they've taught me more than, honestly, what I think I've taught them. But <laughs> um, So there's other options outside of it, and I just want to make sure that those horizons are being expanded on. Um, because we kind of just think like we're infertile, we can't do anything, right? But that's yeah. not the case. Yeah, there's, there's options. There's children. You may have your child literally sitting at a child haven or somewhere at, with Department Family Services, or you may have mm-hmm. a friend who's willing to, you know, aid in surrogacy or anything like that. So I just, I know I'm going on a ramp, but just no. putting those things out there that for infertility doesn't mean like the end yeah the end for anyone right um but if you continue to do it right um since joseph and i have embarked on that journey this year which is so stressful because it's really like emotional it's like the biggest emotional roller coaster ever um to like don't put yourself in a position where okay you're gonna try everything and we're gonna have a baby right just go in open-minded and just know like it can be either or successful or not su- successful um and just really try to prep yourself and take care of your body but yeah i, I really went on a rant sorry no it's no, okay you didn't. it's it's good and honestly this this conversation was um made honestly for you yeah um to discuss like uh what you go through as a woman because i because i've heard this from someone else when they were going through their infertility struggles that um they said that they can't do what a woman is supposed to do. And it was almost like she was downgrading being a woman because she couldn't bear a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like we obviously all know that that isn't just what makes you a woman. Right. Um, and we all know this too. We have our kids. We love our children like to the death of us. But honestly, like your kid is not going to be your happiness right with if there's anything that we've learned um with taney talk is that your happiness it starts inside of you and that's it yeah and you cannot you cannot pull from other places to make yourself feel whole Mm -hmm. outside of yourself because it doesn't come from that it doesn't come from outside of sources so i think this conversation was really important to bring up because it's important for people to hear it from someone who actually has gone through that right because yeah. we like we can never know unless we've been in those shoes right yeah. but i wanted to read this um really quick because i didn't know this um that infertility the definition of it um by mayo uh clinic is that it means not getting pregnant despite having carefully timed unprotected sex for one year for one year mm-hmm. and after that you're considered infertile mm-hmm. But it's not, but mm. it's, 
but it doesn't mean like for example like i have my three girls right so we've been trying already for Liliana's three so three years um and we haven't had a baby so then that means they would consider me infertile yeah that's crazy but i have kids already i don't know that's crazy yeah and i think like infertility doesn't just mean that um you can't have children period i think there's yeah. a time in your life where you can right and then um maybe you guys decided not to for whatever reason and then you guys get to a place like right now where you're at and now it seems like it's a little bit harder than it oh, was. Oh, I know my problem. Because she was <laughs> I am overweight. <laughs> <laughs> over but yeah, Joe was, Joe was like fertile myrtle, like popping him out. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, bro. <laughs> but not no more. Um, I reached yeah. my threshold. So infertility doesn't mean that you can't have children ever. It just there's a period in time where you struggle with having or with conceiving. But why is the pressure more on women? Because there are men who also suffer mm -hmm. from infertility, but there's more pressure. Society puts more pressure on the woman. Well, yeah. maybe because we get pregnant. We're the right? ones yeah. that get that carry. But um, honestly, it's like still unfair. I think I think it's I think that's a good point to bring up because it doesn't just lie in our gene pool, right? The man actually has to be healthy to to be able to. Um, seed us right yeah and if they can't then obviously there's not gonna be a baby born so yeah i think that that's important that you brought that up because society does seem to push on us more even though we are the carriers of the baby they don't really say much if the man can't produce if he's and shooting blanks why. yeah i know why is because like they'll they make fun get more money it. yeah off of the woman they profit more off that of is true the woman that is, is like true. trying to look to, for options to have babies. That is versus true. Versus the man, what pills for to um what higher or what is it heighten his testosterone? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, raise his. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's not go down this rabbit hole, but let's do it anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because like it's like we all know like big pharma, right? So big pharma is like, oh, you know, pills and uh, you know, surgeries and whatever, whatever yes. makes money medically, right? For women to you know not want not have babies anymore it it's a surgery it's an invasive surgery and for yeah. men yeah. all they have to do is go to like uh you know the who is it urologist or whatever and they do an outpatient um surgery on uh, you know like um That's cut a piece of the um yeah the um vast deference which is what carries the um sperm out right um they just cut a piece of it off and then it basically like uh the sperm can't come out and um isn't that like a 15 minute yes. procedure and they have like no no issues and afterwards. they can actually reverse it yeah and they can reverse it later but Speaking women cannot the, here the it's average, crazy the it's crazy. average um the american uh perspective right is yeah that women we they think women they think uh home right so Generally, mm, yes. if we were to compare um, in comparison to a man, a woman is generally the one who wants to have the baby, who is generally the one who's mainly the single parent. Um, mm. So it's oh. catered to that demographic for a reason because they mm -hmm. they know like at some point this woman is gonna want. A wow. Baby. Um, and our statistics say. You know, in the average home, it's women raising children more than oh, that's wow. like a universal so belief, huh? I kind of see that in oh, uh, most yeah. cultures yeah. too. And mm. also, there are a whole bunch of um, chemicals that um, actually aids in. So, like, there's two chemicals that I know about at the top of my head is BHA and um, 
parabens that actually messes with the reproductive system as well as the immune system, which also um, aids in infertility. Mm-hmm. So like it, it could be um, beauty products, it could be the food, it could like there's Everything. just a lot of things that factor into infertility. Yeah, it, it's it's just right. And it's then a lot. the one thing to protect you from, or like the most common thing to protect you from um, sex is, uh, you know, breast control. Yeah. And birth control also causes infertility as well. So they now have them on TikToks where people are like, oh my gosh, I just realized that birth control can cause infertility. Am I infertile? And you see like a bunch of these like girls like, oh my gosh, I need to check if I'm infertile. Um, but I saw like three different TikToks about that. And I'm just like, how did you not know? It says it on the label, you know? And yeah. they're supposed to tell you that too when they give you the pills. Yeah. Um, but I think what happens is whenever birth control is given, right, and generally to the teenagers, the teenagers, they're not informed. thinking about that. Yeah, mm. they're thinking about I want to have sex with my boyfriend. Yeah, you know, too much euphoria. Yeah, yes. man, <laughs> for real, for real. But uh, um, yeah, it's just infertility is so broad. I think it's such a broad uh, topic, but I think it's important to make make it aware that you're not alone because I just think like. Me personally, I went through the struggle by myself, and I honestly was not inclusive to my husband. I didn't include him, period. Because it's like a feeling that you feel like you're not worthy. Yeah. And then yeah. you just obviously you want to isolate because you don't feel worthy. Right. So. And then I I remember like going around family and friends and um, people like feeling sorry like. Um, I know my sister was one, but like a really good friend of mine uh, was another. And she just was like, I'm sorry I had a you know baby. And I was like, why are you saying sorry? You know, it just makes it, it validates how we feel when mm. you're like, I'm sorry because we wanted the baby too. Um, and so I think for um, education on those who uh, just tend to speak before uh, like actually realizing what's happening to that person who is infertile, um, never apologize for one something that is not your your fault, right? Mm. Um, and then two, just be aware. Like we're we're completely aware that we're infertile. Um, so like the extra, like when are you gonna have children? Um, I'm sorry I had a child before you, or mm. uh, just all of this stuff. Your um, biological clock is has, ticking. It has nothing to do with has, um, yeah. you, the person. Exactly. Like it, for example, me, right? It it like your situation is so not mine so yeah. it's like why but it's like also I'm so sense. happy for you know I, I think it was when Lily was uh when Lily was born mm-hmm. and like I'm so happy like I love her she's my BFF literally um but <coughs> like I think that also takes away from the birth of your child and we don't ever and I'm saying we as the infertility community and now you're part of it welcome to the club <laughs> um Girl. but uh we don't ever want to be like singled out as to why we couldn't do something. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think that caused more like damage personally. Yeah. And of course I'm going to smile and just be like, yeah, okay. Um, but it's just important like for everyone who's just unaware of what infertility looks like and the battle that, you know, yeah. the emotional battle that somebody's going through. No need to put it on the surface because we're completely aware of what's going on. Um, and then also, to you elders, yes, 
Y'all yeah. Need to be listening. Exactly. And then also, like, include your spouse in it if you're, you know, trying to conceive naturally with whoever your spouse is. Um, I just wasn't that person who did that. And I know my husband was like, just tell me what you're feeling. Like, I'm here to help you. And I'm just like, you don't understand. You don't understand my life. Like, but you do because he's working through this with you. Um, I had an emergency surgery in 2014 because of like hemorrhaging and just all of this stuff right which all had to do with my infertility and um he just wanted to be present and be there and i just shut him out completely and did more damage to our relationship than any good could do right because he just he was just like okay babe well i'm just trying to be here and for me it was like well why are you here like Mm. you know you can always go to somebody else just that cliche thing right that you see on movie i'm so sorry and i'm i know i'm saying it comical right now but it was comical now like that i look back but i'm just like i'm so sorry you can go to any other person and have a child anywhere else but in all actuality like i don't want you to go (laughs) you know and handle this thing with me um but i couldn't physically speak it at that moment but now i'm at a place where like i think i still get a little emotional where it's like okay i know that's there and i know that's the biggest barrier is um being infertile with trying to be fertile right Mm -hmm. um but i'm learning to communicate my feelings with everything and just be 100 percent present in the entire process because it's gonna be great right it might either be great or it might be like really not so great but I'm okay and I'm, I'm, and I'm comfortable with acknowledging that it's going to be one or the other um, and I'm prepared to respond to one or the other hmm. and so those of you who are infertile and going through this just know communicate have somebody that is present and there um, who's willing to be there right make sure you're communicating with them I think another thing to be mindful of is a mother's day So I know a few people who are also infertile, too. And I noticed that, like, on social media, like, they're always present. But on Mother's Day, they're, you know, staying off of social media. So I kind of made it a thing, like, on Mother's Day, I'll say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And also my ladies out there who are also trying, you know, like, try to be inclusive with the post. And I remember the first time I posted that. I had so many people reach out to me in my oh. DMs like, thank you so much. I, that really means a lot. And it's like, it's something so simple, yeah. you know, that can change and, you know, make a difference that for somebody. Me me I know. <laughs> and one thing I learned is that people need to be more kind mm-hmm. to each other. Period. Like yeah. you having a biological kid does not make you a mother. Mm-hmm. You cannot be a mother without compassion. You can't be a mother without yes. patience. Yeah. You can't be a mother without love. And unfortunately all these there's a lot of women who have kids biologically that don't have those traits so to me it it was always mother's day that that kind of hit close to me for um you know our infertile sisters like be inclusive include everybody especially our ones who are trying i love that that. yeah we gotta make us cry (laughs) (laughs) biological moms don't mean that you're a better person either i actually had an incident and um where i was at a bridal shower for like one of my really good friends and they were like who's the youngest mom in here and um i'm sitting there right and uh somebody asked like salvation um how old your boys like when were you first their mother so i'm like okay so i was 24 and so i got the youngest um mom right and so obviously my bestie at that 
well, she's still my bestie, but um, <laughs> my really good friend was, she's super inclusive, supportive. She also, you know, had her own struggles with it. Um, so she was like, yeah, give it to her. Like, she's the youngest, right? Then I heard a comment um, of somebody who was like, just because she adopted those kids doesn't mean she's a mom. And I just looked oh, back like, no. Oh, what? You know, and it's just like comments like <gasps> that where it's just like, okay. One, you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. at all what I've had to go through. And then two, I'm like, you had nine months to prepare. I said, I didn't have nine months to prepare for two boys who I've had to potty train and uh, a young, you know, a young nine-year-old mm-hmm. who um, was basically traumatized as a child. And tell me how you're going to mother them into being, you know, three amazing boys who they are now. Right. And so um, when you said... Um, be kind or like just show kindness mm-hmm. is so important because yeah. if I wasn't as emotionally strong right or secure in myself I think that probably would have broken me right. and I just kept reflecting like did, this, did she just say that I said first of all you're a mom yourself right and so I would just think you know because we're so big on women empowerment and making sure that we're uplifting one another but also that that beat shouldn't that even right. <laughs> that shouldn't even be. You, you, you know, know what I statement. You know what I tell I tell Alomani Wani because sometimes they'll come home with stories about their friends and how they're jerks and whatever, and I'll say, "Now well, they're probably jerks because their parents are jerks." Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Yeah, but um, yeah, infertility is so, it's so broad. But I I really do. Um, believe that it's important to be inclusive it's important um and so sad that i'm um, social media it's not as inclusive yeah. um right whether it's directly or indirectly they don't really cater to that that demographic as well so there's mm-hmm. a kind of like a gray cloud like shame that's put on you know women who can't bear children yeah it's and an old do you know how like that those posts on instagram where it was like um you know, uh, share a photo of you and your brothers, share a photo of whatever. And then there was one where it was like, share a photo of your baby bump. And I just looked at it like, I didn't think that would affect me, but ew, like, why does that affect me? Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I didn't carry my boys, but um, I just looked at it like, wow, social media can affect you that way too. Like yeah. it just is not, but it, I don't evil. think, yeah, I don't think that it's <laughs> it <is> evil. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that social media is there to cater to the feelings anyways it, right no it's not um no. and they're just trying to get clout and that's what it yeah. is but. it honestly is all well not to veer off subject but just because we're on it um social media is all about the ego right right it's yeah. about how i can stand out um and how how can i brag about myself a little bit more yeah. in a fun cool way right yeah um so that's why even though people have taken it seriously and ca- have killed themselves over things like that yeah. um we also don't want to take it seriously because that is all it is it's an ego maniac type of you know platform yeah but um going back to the subject of you know being infertile like Bess was saying that you know there's like this great cloud in regards to infertility but it really does date back to you know um the beginning of time women um in you know biologically right we are meant to reproduce as well as men that's that's our 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 thing right we get together we have the babies blah 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 and so society built this 
ugly there was always like this okay black box white box and then this miscellaneous gray box right <laughs> and for the miscellaneous gray box it was all the things that we didn't understand and <clears throat> that we couldn't explain right and so infertility was one of those things because oh god cursed her because she can't have babies or oh god cursed that family because their mm -hmm. dad steals and smokes and all of this you know whatever <laughs> and um unfortunately that ideal is still kind of there yeah. um however now it now that we know more than we did back then thank you jesus um <laughs> we honestly need to realize that this stuff is normal people yeah go through stuff like this all the time and hard is normal yeah, you know? yeah. so we just yeah. have to realize like again like Beth said be kind yes it's not that hard it doesn't cost any money mm -hmm. yes. right yes. um just be kind and then um you know again infertility is normal yeah that's actually good yeah that's really good yeah. i do want to acknowledge you for being really honest because yeah. yeah those were a lot of that was a lot of stuff that people need to understand and hear yeah. from the horse's mouth um because you don't get a lot of testimonies that are great in regards to infertility because there's a lot of like best said gray cloud you know and like gloominess and like yeah oh and like how um cat was saying like oh you feel like less than mm -hmm you don't get a lot of that and yeah. so you know you were really honest and raw with it and i just this episode is awesome yeah yes. thank you thank you yes so for our listeners i just again encourage you guys like whatever side of infertility you're on just know that it's where you're supposed to be um and just enjoy the journey as you're going through it but um it definitely is hard it's difficult to um face but just knowing that God destined for you to be exactly where you are today um, and in the position that you're in so that you can help others in the same predicament. So keep your heads up, ladies, and we love you. Yay. <laughs> so we're going to close out our Taney Talk sesh for infertility. And as always, spread love and light because our world needs you. Bye. 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 Bye.